<laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here, as always, with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about Worcester, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. Per usual, we are stoked that you are here. Yes. I don't know. I got to come up with a new way to say that. But welcome back. Uh, (laughs) Producer Steve's like, no, screw that. Um, I'm getting a little white girl wasted. It's Easter Sunday. So, you know, I should be drinking a zombie, but instead I'm drinking White Claws. So (laughs) it's okay. You're still living it up more than me. I have a half drank, half drunk, half drank uh, coconut limeade from Polar. Yeah, I have a half drank or drunk thing of water and some tea that I. You have so with. many liquids surrounding you. I have so many liquid. I have so many liquids. I don't know. I'm always ooh nice. Steve's got a bunch too. That's what's up. You guys yeah. are so funny. Uh, I always have three. Like when I'm at the de- at my desk, it's always three. That's too funny. I have. I mean, I have cups around me, but they're all empty, and I need to bring them back to the dishwasher. There was a TikTok trend that was like some girl wrote this song called The Beverage Goblin. And it's pretty much about like me. <laughs> me. Where it's like, it's like one, I don't remember the words at all. It's like a little jingle. But it basically was like something like a coffee, a water, and then like like something else. And then something else is almost always like a seltzer. Hell yeah. Um it's about me. So I know you're you're not drinking alcoholic beverages, but you're you're riding pretty high. No, right? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. No, no, no. I know. I mean, I know you're drinking it. What I'm saying is this evening you're riding high on some other. Oh, stuff. T- oh yeah. So there's this company. <laughs> there's this company called five, like lowercase, lowercase five. F. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, five. I spelled it out, but like lowercase. So, which makes it really hard to find their Instagram. I literally don't know if it exists. I tried finding it like earlier this morning and they did a promo with, um do 617 okay so like do 617 they're awesome it's like uh like boston promo stuff so it's like different concerts and events and like things are happening in the city they kind of blast it out and um they i somehow like ended up on like their email thing i don't know and then they like ran this promo with five who i have no idea if they're like a massachusetts company and that's why they worked with them or what but basically it was like free THC gummies. And I was like, that sounds cool. So and it was like just an email, like through do 617, but like, it was all about like this five promo. So I was like, I didn't even know that that was legal. Yeah. legit. <laughs> so I of course was like, yeah, I'm down. So you pay for, you pay for shipping. So I think that might be the way they get out of it, but I really don't know. So it was like 10 bucks or something um, to ship. And yeah, then they came while I was on vacation. So I, I sampled one. A couple, two gifts well, home from Bahamas. Tonight. Gets free weed gummies into the mail. Yeah, it's been a pretty solid week, honestly. It's a good week <laughs> to be Ricky. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. No free promos, but dude, I'm telling you, these five. So they're they're CBD and THC, but they're like 25 grams of CBD or milligrams, milligrams of CBD and five milligrams of THC. Oh, so they're high dose CBD. Yeah. So are you super like chilled out and calm? 
Oh, yeah. But I mean, also like the Bruins won and they beat Philly and they broke the record. They're the, they're statistically the best team. Well, wins wise of all time, like in the history of the NHL, which turns a hundred years old next year. So like, it's a real good time to be me anyway. You exerted a lot of energy post game. Um, I mean, I took this like, I think before, just after the game started. But yeah, I, I'm just like so stoked. I love the Bruins. Oh yeah, and these five things—they're great. Um, yeah, they're cool. I don't know. Got five. If you're listening, send more. Love you, but also like, yeah, well, let's let's do something together. I haven't seen them at Buds, but I also like. I guess I haven't been to Buds in a while. So you're talking about edibles. I actually released my last Pulse magazine, my Pulse magazine article this week. My last 420 and 508. Your last? You're not doing it anymore? Yeah, I passed it on to Eric Casey. Uh, no, nah, it's good. You know, I was kind of mailing it in the last few months. So I was. it was time. I need to concentrate on Hunchback, concentrate on Seltzer Time. People keep asking us questions go. about Seltzer Time, and we're not. Anyway, point of my story. Seltzer time, seltzer time in the 420. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The whole thing <laughs> is all, I don't know, I'm showing a camera. This is an audio podcast. Oh, <laughs> I was, was going to say the same thing. I also couldn't read it. Yeah, go, go, go on Pulse Magazine. It's all about me taking 100 milligrams of edibles. Oh, you did do I it? I did do it, and I cataloged it. Oh, that's sick. Okay, I don't want to, like, spoil it. Yeah, no like, spoils. Where? Where were you when you did it? I started at Nikki's place, my girlfriend, and she lives about a mile from my place. So um, at one point to activate it, I ended up taking a brisk walk from her place to my place. So then I- Wait, that's how you activate it? So I was reading some stuff. It felt like I wasn't getting high early enough. So I was said I read some shit. Um, a lot of it had to do with adding other foods. That didn't, that seemed counterintuitive to what I was trying to do. But some, something I read said exercise helps increase the blood flow, which helps activate it faster. You know, you put it through your system faster. So it made sense to me. That's interesting. Whoa. Okay. That's good to know. Not that I ever like need, I'm never going to get up, but like. Spoilers. It didn't really work for me. Oh, did the hundred milligrams work? Mm. What? No. No, so yeah, you could read about how and why, but uh, yeah, it, I, I, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised, kind of thing. Hmm, I, that's amazing. I'm also like a little baby, so like the littlest amount <laughs> for me, and I'm just like, woo, 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 my brain's like melted, but like hundred, dude, that's that's pretty significant. And uh, shout out to Instagram Soonbread. Uh, they read the article sitting at Miss Worcester Diner and hit me, asked about nano gummies. Uh, it's like nano emulsified THC. So that's going to be the next thing I try. What the heck does that even mean? I don't fully know. Uh, nano emulsified. That would be like, I feel like that's a band that plays Ralph's and you can't like read the font. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What's up, fuckers? We're nano emulsified. What the that fuck would is up, six- This is nano emulsified. Dude, that would be a sick band name. Nano Emulsified. Oh, shit. What's up? He said good chemistry. I don't know why everybody said I literally was at good chemistry and forgot to order it. Has what? Nano Emulsified gummies? Yeah. I still, I have my doubts, man. I don't want to waste money. 
I like on nan- well on edibles that aren't going to do anything for me. Like these, nice. these were high dose uh, fruit belts that I was chewing on. So it's like, you know, it was probably like forty dollars, fifty dollars in material. What's a what's a fruit belt? Uh, like a fruit by the foot. Oh okay. Oh, did you see the? Oh, that makes sense. For, yeah, okay, I got you. Did you <laughs> see the um, the the TikTok trend where like you put the sherbet in the fruit roll up and it like freezes weird? No. Oh, it's like this whole we thing. Are Kids on are doing so it. different sides of TikTok. Well, technically, Naomi was on this this side of TikTok. She would just send me some videos. I, no judge. My TikTok is like not that cool. <laughs> it's become the same like four people and then just a bunch of people I don't. No, but they all do very bad versions of the same thing. But it's so sick. So, some lady's going into Walmart. Candy seasonal. Is this her making emulsified? Imagine if she, I was going to say, is she about to pull out some emulsified gummy? Oh, it's her just doing tongue tattoos. Yeah, that's the ice cream thing. Wait, what? Wait, what is she doing? No, the thing that I saw was like you literally just like open it, like you open the fruit by the or the fruit raw fruit roll up. You like scoop some sherbet in there and just like like close it. Like you literally just like like re not re roll, but like you just like make a little pouch, and then it like tastes incredible. Like freezes like a little sherbet blunt. No, because it's like a little like a little sherbet tea bag. Like it looks like a little okay bag um it's so weird i just realized what i was doing with my hand and i was like it's like a little fucking still an audio um, podcast <laughs> gotcha. uh, that's both of us now <laughs> you you looking up five on instagram reminded me of trying to find music from the band live on limewire like oh, you couldn't geez. yeah right every time you'd look <laughs> it up you would just get every live track ever like live as in Oh my god! How do I the describe band. this without using? Yeah, not the band, but the live is in like not studio in person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what do you, <laughs> did you? Are you sure you didn't find those emulsified gummies? Yeah, I'm just smoking regular <laughs> old flour <sighs> and drinking white claw. So yeah, um, I Living have had it. a couple reports from an episode that came out recently. About they went and listened to that Seth Rogen podcast and were kind of curious as to what in it changed your life because oh. it seemed fine, but nothing to the point where it was like, it's time for a new road. All right. Well, okay. A couple things to like, to kind of like continue on that road. So I was on vacation last week and I read the entire, I bought Seth Rogen's book. And I'm not a reader like at all. Like I read like Twitter and even that I don't read <laughs> at all anymore or very, very rarely. So my reading like desire is real low. <laughs> I bought a book and when I told Naomi about that, she was like, why'd you buy it? I'm like, because like I'm going to read it. I love Seth. My life's changed. She was like, just like, don't buy books. Like you'd never read them. I have like a fucking million of them and I, I don't touch any of them. So I brought three of I brought three books with me on vacation. I went on like a, I was gone for four night four nights, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking read three books. One of them, well, two of them, I was already like in the middle of reading. So I finished one of them, which was sick, 
And then I read the, and then I started Seth. I read the entire Seth book. It's not very long, but I read the entire Seth book in like a, basically like four hours. If that actually probably was like less, the book was sick. It continued to change my life. Then on the way home, on the plane ride home, I didn't want to read because the, the last book I had was like kind of big. It's like a, the replacements biography and I fucking love the replacements okay. and it's really, really, really fascinating. I'm like a quarter of the way through it. I just couldn't handle reading about rock and roll anymore because the first book I read was also a band about like a rock band, rock bands. Um, so I decided to watch a movie and I watched super bad and I was the guy on the plane who was like cackle laughing. I'm telling you uh, that Seth is like the best. So those people, whoever like listened to the, the interview, the Justin Long interview with Seth Rogen, it's more about like the time and place I was at and the way Seth kind of centered me. Like you ever like see those people on Facebook? They're like, yo, come find your chi or whatever. We're doing this thing. Slip some, some pebbles into your pillowcase. When you go to bed, bada bing. It's kind of like that, but it was like just like did Seth, Seth Rogen start a cult. If he did, I would sign up two and a half days ago. That's awesome. There wasn't an invite in the book. No, but the book is incredible. Dude, What's there it about? Is so much What's why is it so incredible? It's a bunch of like short stories, like like true stories from his life. Okay, so it's not the it's not like a biography. It's not like oh, little Seth was born in like he literally starts and he's just like yo my grandparents were wild this is why i'm a comedian he just like writes these little stories about stuff and like things like throughout his career that it kind of like jumps around too it's not like here's the first time i did comedy here's when i went to college it like it kind of like goes along the road like the the same roads but it does bounce around a little bit and it really has it's so good i tend to like short story stuff like that like actually the last when i was in the bahamas uh nikki had me read uh, BJ BJ Novak's book One More Thing, mm. and it's a collection of fiction stories, and it was pretty good. I love BJ Novak. Yeah, you should check it out. One More if Thing. Like stories. Check out um, Storyteller, the Dave Grohl book. Oh, I do actually want to read that. It's so good. That did down. this just turn into a book episode? Imagine awesome. if it did. I had a real dude. I I'm telling you, I learned a lot from these books last week. Like, what did you learn? Class. So like when I, I, the first book I ever finished was called your favorite band is killing me. Okay. And it's this dude who just took like (laughs) parts of it were like a little too, like too deep for me. And I just like, don't care. But most of it was really good, but he basically took really popular music, um, rivalries and he dropped like he dropped like a bunch of facts about him, okay. but a lot of it was like how do those rivalries tie into like human beings and like the way we think and why you know it kind of depends on like which like side Biggie or which band you're with kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that one was in there, and like which obviously that one was in there, but but um, yeah, he like I don't know, it was fascinating. The only part of the book I didn't like was the smash was the one about the Smashing Pumpkins and Pavement, and I think it's because I just can't take either band seriously. Because they take themselves so seriously, and I just giggle. Um, was uh, brand new and um, no, no. It kind of stays. It's like pretty uh, high. Like it, it doesn't get the shirt that said like, "Mics are for singing and not swinging" is one of my favorite. Like fucking fuck you. I don't know band there, moves. 
that whole thing, we could do a whole episode about that robbery, and I'd love to someday. Um, That's not this podcast. Because I'm fascinated by it. But I, yeah, so the best one was Neil Young and Leonard Skinner. So, oh shit, there really was a podcast there. Our podcast, there really was a rivalry there. Where Neil Young and Leonard Skinner? Well, yeah, because they they have, I hope Mr. Young will remember. Yeah. So, turns out, I don't like Leonard Skinner. Like, I've just never really. You're on record multiple Um, times on this show saying how much you love Leonard Skinner. That is a fucking lie. Because if there's two bands I don't like, it's Pink Floyd and Leonard Skinner. And that Sorry. is a stone cold fact. It is a fact. We I wrote a horror story for you. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. So, so the, those two hate each other because Neil Young released a song called Southern Man, and then Leonard Skinner were like, "What the fuck?" So they released a song called Sweet Home Alabama. Turns out the lead, so like the lead singer, the original lead singer of Leonard Skinner died, like in that plane crash where like a whole bunch of the band died too. Um, a couple years, like a year or whatever, a couple years after that song came out, but he wrote Sweet Home Alabama as a joke. It's like a joke response to Neil Young. Turns out both Neil Young and that dude liked like they liked each other, their music, all that shit. And then um, he also is, is either Ronnie Van Zandt or Tommy, whatever one he was, his brother took over after he died. So the original Van Zandt singer was actually a Democrat and like wrote all these like anti-gun songs. And like, it was wild, had completely different politics than his brother of like switched. I forget when it was either. I forget who was president, some piece of shit, but like at like three years after his brother died, he like took over the band or 10 years after his brother died, took over the band and had them like playing their Republican conventions and shit. And kind of took his beliefs in like, turned him into Leonard Skinner even in like really leaned into like, we're from the South. And like the other guy was like, yeah, but like, we're not like horrible. And then they became horrible. And yeah, it was like a whole thing, but I was fascinated. I didn't know that the original lead singer was like, nah, man, I don't do this. He was like, cool. <laughs> so it was sick. It was sick. And then like Neil Young played sweet home Alabama after he died. It was like a tribute, like a whole thing. It was pretty sick. Interesting. Yeah, there were a whole bunch of rivalries in this book. It was it was pretty cool. There was like Miley Cyrus and okay. So this is all uh, stuff you learned. O'Connor. This is still interesting. But what did you learn from Seth Rogen? Oh, dude, Seth is my cheat. <laughs> no, um, Seth Rogen's like oh from the podcast. Well, no. So like you said, you learned a bunch from the book, or like I don't know. I'm I'm just curious. I'm curious what you find so fascinating about him, like how you're gonna put this into motion, like what what this instills in you. I'm fascinated. Oh, I want to see. Well, it. I mean, I want to I want to be on the sidelines cheering you on as you run to the touchdown end zone, home run. I all of it. Just keep cheering, baby. Um, I don't know. It was just like the way Seth Rogen spoke about. Uh, Ted Cruz <laughs> on the podcast okay. was like the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I just like, I just love him so much. Like the way he like, he doesn't do like what a celebrity should do. Like he was like, yeah, I don't fucking care. Like he's like, I barely check Twitter. 
doesn't yeah. really use social media that sure. much. Like he uses his personal one, but it's not like the promo-y thing that everybody else does. It's just, you can tell it's him running it. Um, I love like the way he just kind of like, like wrote movies the way he wanted to write them and thought it was sick. And then even though it took 10 years, like he eventually got super bad made and they got pineapple express made and like they did everything they wanted. And then when it came to, he also like when it came time for the, uh, for the interview to come out, like didn't really care that like <laughs> Kim Jong-un straight up wanted to kill him. Um, and then when they almost didn't release the movie, they had like changed a bunch, like the, the studio changed a bunch about the movie. And he was like, I'm not sitting here and being like, yo, this is my idea. Cause it wasn't, and it's not as good anymore. And he didn't, and it was sick. And then, yeah, I don't know. I okay. just like, no, I respect all that, man. I just love Seth Rogen. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just like, don't think that like, like, like when you think about like, like movies and shit and like people who are like, Oh man, like this person is like so good. I just, like, <laughs> I just mostly like I don't care except for Seth Rogen. He's the only. I think he's a genius, and he's the only person that's actually like talented in the whole world. I admire. I admire what he's done with his cannabis line. I admire that he is stoned every day and still capable of doing tons of things. Because not only is he normalizing my favorite uh, recreational device, but he is also proving the stigma of the lazy stoner wrong, which I feel like. I do to a degree, but not at his level. I haven't achieved what he has. I also watched a very interesting interview with Bill Hader. Uh, Bill Hader, I'm a big fan of. And I love Bill Hader. So for Superbad, him and uh, and Seth Rogen did a ride along with some cops. Yeah, Seth talks about that in the in the movie in the podcast. And like they basically rewrote the entire characters because they they made them the people that they rode with. Cause it was way dumber than what they had written. Yeah. It's dude. Oh man. Which if you haven't watched super bad in a while, I'm telling you, you should go back and watch it. I watched it yesterday. My plane ride home. I was dying. The next time it I is, take a flight, I'll watch it. It's the funniest movie. Like I don't I think I need the lack care. of oxygen up in an, up in the sky for it to be. No, it's perfect. I don't, it's so good. I want to cackle laugh into a container of people. It's the best feeling. Did you see the thing on TikTok where see my side of TikTok is a lot of news and there's a new uh model for an airplane where there's three smaller compartments and so it's like this this and here and it can Whoa. it's all two seats. No threes anymore, two seats. It actually fits more people in. And there's like uh, on the inside, there's uh, digital windows. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I saw it recently and I thought it was pretty cool. Huh. All right. We, um, so like my only, well, I mean, vacation's so sick, but like the only note I took for the, <laughs> for, for, uh, for the podcast. So, there's a huge lack of seltzer etiquette. Seltzer etiquette? There just is. Like we got so we flew flew from from Boston to uh to Bahamas, and on JetBlue it's all Pepsi products, which is totally fine. I'm like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Then, so the last time I flew JetBlue, I think I flew. Where the hell did I go? I think it's New York. Um, 
and it was, or no, I think we went to Vegas and it was like bubbly. They gave me like a bubbly seltzer and I was like, yo, this is sick. It was awesome. This time I was like, oh, hi, can I have a seltzer? And they gave me, uh, what's it called? Seagram's, like Seagram's seltzer hmm. on the way there. And I was like, oh man. So it was fine. And then on the way home, they gave me uh, Canada Dry. So I was kind of bummed. Like I never, I didn't get bubbly. And neither of those are very good. They're just like, fine. Then while I was there, there were no seltzers at all available um, that I could find. Outside of like, Perrier, like I drank a lot of Perrier because like that was a thing. So that was just kind of the move. And then we went to a movie one night and they had, I was like, oh, can I get, can I get water? The guy was like, it comes in a can. And I was like, yo, that's sick. And I got this one. It was kind of cool. I saw it on Amazon too, but I thought that was cool. And it tasted pretty good, just like water. The next morning we went to Starbucks and they had canned Dasani. Yeah. And I was like, word. So I got a canned Dasani and it was fucking disgusting. Dasani's pretty gross anyway, but like in a can, it's like, it is actually worse. I didn't like it. It tastes like weird, salty metal. Weird. Yeah, it was really gross. I had drank two of them and I was like, meh, not for me. Um, but yeah, there needs to be more seltzer at on vacation. Yeah, but the rest of the world needs to catch up. I can't find this this triple barrel fucking plain thing. I'll see if I can find the TikTok and send it to you guys. But Are you um, guys looking at the page, kind of that looks that, frightening. That's not that the it? one. That's a different one. I have seen this one too. And this one, I've decided that I will pay whatever extra money to be the top seat and not the bottom seat. And then is that person is that person standing up? Yeah, there's a person standing up. That's weird. Uh, I definitely think whoever's on that lower seat is smelling farts for most of their flight. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, I genuinely love traveling and going and experiencing new people and places and things. I kind of despise being in airplanes. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing good about being in an airplane. Like, the food sucks. The sacks suck. The seltzer sucks. The, like, Wait, what was that middle one? The you, su- the sex sucks? No, the snacks. Oh, the snacks. Like, they give you, like, Sorry. like, oh, we got Cheez-Its. And they're like, well, there's, like, four Cheez-Its in this bag. Bro, did you get I the you did you get the ginger snaps? The ginger yeah, snap like cookies. Brown, the, or, yeah, the brown the sugar. brown sugar. Yeah. Those are the bomb. They let me have two on the way home. I was like, hell yeah. So I got Cheez-Its and brown sugar cookies. It's pretty exciting. They felt your ire. Yeah, well, I think they were like, fuck, this kid's definitely going to make a video with this seltzer, and we gave him fucking Canada dry. So we got to, like, make up for it. Double snack. Dude, like... No, I think they gave everybody double snacks, but they knew. We were coming back from London. We were looking at the people in the front, like, the fucking business class, and they have, on the international flights, they have this whole area that you can buy business class and you get to lay down flat and you have like room to put your shoes and it was like a it was another thousand dollars or something stupid should have did yeah bro like oh my (laughs) god so do you ever see the the casey nice that video he did that was sick with like the most expensive i'm not trying to shower in the middle of the air but i am trying to like just be comfortable Oh, I definitely would shower. If there was an option, I'm showering. Why don't I don't I don't need to shower in the air? I don't know. You might, depending on where you're going. No, because my luck the fucking plane goes down when I'm, you know, drop trow 
I'm in my birthday suit. There's. You, it doesn't matter. You probably end up in your birthday suit anyway. If the plane's crashing, I gotta put. You don't know. Who cares? I put one of those <laughs> sent those masks on my face and the other one on my junk just to kind of hope for the best, you know. The air one. Yeah. So you. Like, oh, you gotta fix your own mask before you help another person. You're getting blown by a plane. Yeah. Well, shit, man. You know, like <laughs> that's the way you're going out. <laughs> Hey, if it's if it's final hours. Wait, wouldn't you be drop trial in that situation too? <laughs> no, Log- no matter logic what, you have no pants on. Yeah, no, either way, You've- no pants. No pants. But why do you think I'm afraid to fly? fly? It's not that I'm afraid we- to fly. It's just I <laughs> it's- I feel trapped. Jack- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding about the pants and the No, no, no. No, no, no. I just I'm a fucking genius. I'm a genius. Oh, hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> So Travis, when he's networking, is the no jerks network. But when he's flying, it's the no pants network. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he's killing himself. That's so, that's so stupid. That's the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> that's so stupid. I can't believe I love your guts. I love you so much. So this oh Wednesday, speaking of the No Pants Network, uh, <laughs> we are getting together over at Redemption Rock. This, by the time this goes on, it's already too late. I hope you were there, but I'm really pumped. Oh, uh, but I was telling, I'm probably still laughing. Like two weeks later, I sure hope so. To this. That's so dumb. Yeah. So by the time you listen to this, there's one more No Jerks Network. Yeah. So the No Jerks on the <laughs> Pork uh, is going to be is coming up and then we have another one in may at redemption rock and then for the june event i thought it'd be cool if we had a barbecue so i'm kind of working some angles uh if any of the listeners have ideas on a cool location that we can get a bunch of people outside uh, especially somewhere that would donate that would be lovely um let's not pull a permit and just see what happens yeah no thanks I, like, I'm trying to do stuff in this hilarious. city, man. I, I'm trying to pay taxes, you know. I still got to do my what's, taxes, but what's one permit ticket gonna do? It set me back a couple thousand dollars, depending on the size yeah, of the event. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like, I don't know who's got to. I'm just kidding, kids. Kids pull a permit everywhere. Ralph's is the first place that comes to mind. Just, for a barbecue? Well, just take over their whole outdoor space and then bring in a vendor. Bring in a, uh, whatchamacallit, a food truck vendor. Hmm. Yeah. Could do like. That's, I don't know. Whatever. This isn't the Spitball podcast. We're going to do something cool. The Spitball podcast. Although that would be a sick podcast name. That'd be a sick band name too. Spit. Yo, what's up? What's up, you guys? We're Spitball. We're from Jacksonville, Florida. Gotta believe. Here we go. Now they've got to be a band. By now. Oh my goodness. What? They're a band. Nothing's coming up on Spitball. Oh, bad. It would help if I could type. Yeah. Spit spit bad would also be a band. They have thirty-eight monthly listeners. Yo, what's up, you guys? We're Spit Bad. We're from Detroit, Michigan. Let's go. <laughs> they are from. I used to do. Who? Uh, like Thailand or somewhere. Oh, Falls Church, Virginia. There's two spitballs. 
Those Sorry. are two very different places. <laughs> Wait, spit bad or spitball? Yes. So you used to do what? Uh, I would like, you can make up any, you can basically make up any word into a pop punk band and just say a random city that they're from. <laughs> What's up, you guys? We're Teacup. We're from Spencer, Massachusetts. Let's go. And then you just like pretend that there's something happening or like, <clears throat> What's up, you guys? <laughs> also, that's the only way to start this this situation. Uh, hold on. What do we got going on here? Um, all right, we'll do. <clears throat> There's the room. What? What's up, you guys? We're Dollar Tree. We're from Clinton, Massachusetts. This song is about that one time that it cost $1.58, but it was primo, motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah. I have a Dollar Tree. I'd circle pit to that. <laughs> Dude, you have to. I have a Dollar Tree name tag that says Ricky, but it's not from me. It's not mine. Did you steal it from Dollar Tree? No. I um back when I worked at SJC, these like three kids like we used to do I would like host the shop tours, which was hilarious because I don't know anything about drums. But <laughs> but like so kids would come from like all over the place, honestly, for a shop tour and I would I would run it. And one time I like gave these three kids a shop tour and like, I didn't think anything of it because, but it was like two o'clock in the afternoon on like a Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I'm like doing my thing and then I get done. And this girl's like, Hey, can you sign our doctor's or our teacher's note that like, like you're signing us out of class. And I was like, I don't think, I don't know if that's legal. Like I'm not a teacher or like a anything. Like I just like posts on Snapchat about drums and they're like, yeah, but like we even like printed out this thing. So we basically, we made like a fake letterhead for me, like printed out paper. And I was just like, uh, and I like listed off these three people, the three kids. And one of their names was Ricky. And he gave me, he's like, yo, I work at Dollar Tree. Here's my name tag. He gave me his name tag. And it was, so it was like two of the best moments of my life. Like I signed three strangers out of class, which I would have loved when I was their age. I also got a sick Dollar Tree you traded name, it for a name, name tag. tag. But, but his name was my name. His name like, was my name. <laughs> his name was my name too. Um, yeah, we like. It Wait, just whenever you go out, out, do people always shout, "Hey, there goes Ricky <laughs> from the Dollar Tree"? The Dollar What's Tree? Up? We were friends on on Instagram for like a second. I don't know if he. I don't actually know whatever happened to him. This was like ten years ago, and he was like eighteen years old at the time. So. Uh, hopefully he's doing good there was a i have a kid that i met randomly at a gas station cumberland farms up here where i don't know he was really cool and he said he did parkour and he told me i should follow him on instagram and i didn't take down his instagram but he showed me that he could do a backflip and he did a fucking backflip right in the middle of the gas station and he, that's sick honestly it was super sick and he backflipped right out of my life because i have not seen this kid since uh he doesn't work there anymore. Like, Oh, he worked there. He was there. He worked there and he did it in his Cumberland farm shirt. And I can only imagine that he got fired for backflipping in the, so fuck that. If anybody knows the parkour him. kid that worked at Cumberland farms, <laughs> tell him Seltzer times looking for him. Wait, that, you know what? We should do that kind of journalism, investigative journalism. What happened? Which we don't do anyway, but we should start doing investigative journalism and start with that kid. What backflip happened to Backflip Boy? boy. 
7-Eleven. This would be the greatest thing that ever happened to 7-Eleven. So before we roll out of time, uh, I- Oh my God, we can release the episode on free Slurpee or whatever, slushy day. When's that? July- it, Yeah, but it's Cumberland it's Farms July 11th? and not 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's oh, definitely fuck. July 11th because it's 7-Eleven. So before we get too far, oh, before <laughs> we get in this thing- <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the cool cats over at White Room, at the White Room underneath uh, the Crompton Building or Crompton Collective. Uh, Birgit and Louie had a bunch of people over to play table tennis. I feel weird about saying ping pong. I don't know why, but they had a bunch of people over to play table tennis. And uh, so we were playing table tennis in a gallery yesterday and it was super, super, super rad. That's kind of dope. I love that's sick. Yeah, dude. Did you win? Uh Yes and no. I, I So what? my friend Gabriella was there. I saw Gabriella three days in a row, which is awesome because I haven't seen her in months. Um, I ran into her at Eamon's thing. Eamon had his our gallery opening at Electric Oh, Ace. yeah. How was that? That was really cool. It was really cool oh, to yeah. see Eamon's work. The, the way they have the art displayed, it was just – it made it hard to fully appreciate – the uh the way he has it displayed because he had it all in a shadow box so as you change the angles you saw a different image um oh that's cool. yeah it looked super cool i you just couldn't fully appreciate them in the lighting and the setup that it was but it seemed like a lot of people really dug it and he was selling prints and originals nice it was a good vibe hell yeah that's great so i saw her there and i saw her playing table tennis Where's the third place? I don't know. That's been seven eleven. Yeah, you know, we ran into each other grabbing Slurpees. That old, that old chestnut. I don't know. Some Thursday night. Did you? I can't believe. How did I miss fucking? Fucking. I honestly thought you said seven eleven. Fucking. Oh, yo. Um, I still am very confident that I'm right about the Polar Park concert situation. But I will give you this: I was wrong about a tour. Um, I wasn't wrong about the tour. I was wrong about where I thought that the Massachusetts state would take place. <sighs> for now, I'm I'm wrong. I don't know if I'll be wrong forever. What? This, but for right now, I'm, well, <laughs> okay. There's a tour that was teased. I also love the way they teased this because it was fucking sick. But it, All American Rejects and Newfound Glory are touring this summer together. Okay. It's very exciting for, for me. And for Steve and for all of America. And, but the best part about it, outside of it being like pretty cool that those two bands are touring together, um, it's All American Rejects' first like headline. I can't tell if it's, I think it's a co headliner, but whatever. It's All American Rejects' first like full tour in 10 years, which is cool. And then they're also bringing out, they have like, so for like main support, they have two bands rotating. So half the tour is Motion City Soundtrack, which is sick. And the other half is the starting line, which is also so sick. Very excited. And then the opener for the entire tour is the fucking Get Up Kids. This is like the best night of my life. So for Boston, I get to see the Get Up Kids, the starting line, Newfound, and All American Redux, who are fine. That's I so sick. It is the greatest fucking tour I've ever heard in my life. Ever. It's so, so it's, it's so But it's good. Boston and not Worcester? Well, so it's Boston and it's Boston. Well, okay, a couple things. Number one, I personally think 
they are underselling this tour. Like, I, I don't think they should have played. There also is probably a scheduling conflict, but whatever. So they're playing the MGM at Fenway, which is like the new hot thing in Boston. It's like a 5,000 person a theater that they is across the street from the house of blues attached to Fenway park. It's beautiful from what I've been told. It's very big. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they're too, that tour is way too big to do house of blues for sure. But like, you know what it's perfectly sized for (laughs) 10,000 people in the Palladium parking lot. We know this. So I think either a, because it's a live nation tour, it obviously has to be at Live Nation venues, which counts the Palladium out, which is awesome. B, the Palladium probably has some kind of event going on that same day, and that's why they couldn't book it there, because I can't see why they wouldn't do that. But I understand if it's like a full if it's a full Live Nation tour, which it definitely is, they are only going to play at the Live Nation venues, which they run. Uh, the MGM. Sure. And everything else. So, yeah, I don't know. But I'm super excited. The tour is so sick. And, like, it's going to be a great night. Really pumped. That's that's a nuts tour. So, yeah, Motion City wrong. is in Boston or? No. Starting line is. Yeah, then I'll skip it. The, yeah, Just they're doing, it. like, the East Coast part of it. And then, or, like, they're doing, like, 10 dates or something. And then Motion City is doing the other, whatever, 10 or something. Shout out Rob Pope. That sounds like an awesome way to spend the summer. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a really good time. I'm super pumped. I like. I didn't know what it was gonna be. Like they were, they started teasing it. I don't know, two weeks ago, and it was like the guys from Newfound Glory would like make a video, and they're like, "Yo, Siri, play the Get Up Kids," and then like somebody from Mallmaker Rejects would do it, and they're like, "Play fucking something else." So obviously there was like a tour coming. I just didn't know what it was gonna be, but very excited. Well. I think you've done it, people. I think you've killed enough time. And for that, we are forever grateful. You know you can find us on the interwebs at seltzertime.com. You will find me on the hopefully newly relaunched travisduda.com or Ooh. on Instagram, Hunchback Travis. Ooh. Um, you guys can find me at dickchuck77 doing my thing. And you can find me on Seltzer Time official opening cans and then you know everywhere else just doing stuff yeah <laughs> someday i'm gonna make like a legit ending like like we have like the legit opening i'm gonna have a legit ending you know what i mean so like yo what's up you guys it's boy it's so time uh, like the beginning and then at the end we should have like a like thing fart like a songs no like a bat like a book like a closing the book oh like, which book? Not like a book sound. Not like a book sound, but like you know what I mean. Like metaphorically, like when you open the book, it's like you think about it like like oh. You're right. This is the book episode. Here's this book, and then it's like, what's up, you guys? Welcome Here. back to another episode of. And then I, I got close this. the book. I got this. Ready? Perfect. That was a bird in the wind. <laughs> Yo, I saw a bald eagle today. There's a bald eagle that lives at uh, Indian Lake, and it was, I saw it today. Drove by it. See you. It was flying. It was flying. See you next week, people. <laughs>